So this might come as a bit of a surprise, or maybe not, that Sophie has never seen this film before, and I can't really believe that she hasn't. I don't really understand why people are so surprised. Like, it's a shocking thing. Like, oh my god, you have not seen this. It's like, I don't understand the shock factor with it, really, but apparently it's appalling that I haven't seen it. (laughs) And that film, of course, is E.T., the extraterrestrial. Everyone will be appalled at me. But to be fair, it's just a knockoff wall, isn't it? Well, not really, is it? Because he was <laughs> before that was even the twinkle in Pixar's eye, really. That's where they got their idea for I'm guessing. Or like Johnny well, Five. Well, no, that's more in common with that short circuit. Johnny Five is more became the concept of wall he came to be from that. That's Where's the robot. Him? I know There's no, I, there is no, because in Wally, your short circuit, he wasn't an alien from another planet, he was just a robot that... No, but it's a similar concept of them being an alien or a robot or kind of being an alien to that planet, if you get me. So they're not used to being how the humans work. So I think that's where I'm kind right. of associating that they're all unique and, and somebody takes them under the wing and looks after them. Mm-hmm. And you kind of get that principle with... E.T., so to speak. Obviously, he's not half as cute as Wally. And I don't feel like E.T. is played on as much as he, his strengths as they could have done. I think they've really missed a trick there, for me. How do you mean? He's a bit of a weird creature. I don't really... I, I don't really love him. I don't hate him. But I just... I don't know. I didn't feel like that strong connection of, oh, poor E.T., he's left on Earth on his own. All the aliens have left him. Not by choice. No, because it's either that they get exposed or yeah, one they man like gets left behind kind yeah. of thing. And I don't know, it's just his mannerisms, it's the way he acts. I don't, it's like, I guess because it is alien-like, it's not like... He somewhat tries to become humanised, but he still doesn't come across as cute. He's a bit freaky looking, and especially his I'll, long I'll, finger. I'll admit to that, yeah. I, I said to you when I was... Before we watched this as like I had sort of like not exactly traumatized by him as a when I was younger but it, it really unsettled me unnerved me mm-hmm. thankfully that's not the case now I'm not watching this now going oh my god this is terrifying but I think really part of it being whenever I did see it, it must have been on tv or something and it was you know, a very small screen and there was not very good lighting on it and I think it was sort of building up a bigger monster in my head type of thing of like what he was you know it's like dark the dark shadows you know like I said the long finger and all that kind of stuff and then it's the sounds he makes obviously when he's first like hear him and like rustling in the bushes and all the thing and then the one he's exposed it's a weird racket it's, it's really it's really unsettling but i just don't understand the noises like i actually i found that bit a bit 
comical for me. Like, it was like a... <laughs> it sounded like... I don't... I've never heard of a sound like that before. But it was... Made it look unrealistic for me, I think. Maybe because I'm looking at it as time has gone on. And I know, obviously, this is obviously a bit dated. You can generally see the datedness mm. in it. Even though we did watch it in 4K. Okay. I think that helped massively because the detail was really, really good. Brought more to life, I think. I do, obviously, thinking back to our, when I would have sort of seen a sort of vaguely remember that I haven't seen this film in such a long time. But I guess as a younger self, I found that to be quite realistic. You will have done. And when I was looking at the making of Alice and stuff and looking into it a bit more, that was also the same with the when the the kids who were actually you know the actors playing the thing and they were like almost like seeing him for the first time they they genuinely sort of like believe that he felt like a real character not just now to me a... he looked like a man in a suit that was kneeled on the floor which he was and, and that's what he looked and like and also a combination of that and animatronics for the he... lower angles but obviously when he was moving he had to be moving around a little bit more there was actually one of the people was actually a small boy who was who only had his upper torso. He didn't right. actually have any legs. Right. Born without legs. So that's more the part, you know, like when he was in the kitchen doing the shuffling along, which yeah. is so that's generally a boy inside the arms of the or the body of the it's puppet a, almost, yeah. yeah. But then like when they were going for Halloween. Yeah, that as well. That was little person inside that mm. under the sheet and walking around because you couldn't do it with the animatronic cables and everything mm. to move them around. So, but it did look for me watching it and obviously not knowing about it and mm. anything like that. I could see that from obviously a more grown up perspective. Whereas I can imagine if you're little and you're watching it, like you're saying with the actors, like there's little Jude Barrymore, isn't there? Yeah. Oh my goodness, she's the best bit of the film. She's so flipping cute. Yeah, she's got an attitude to her as well. It's but, really like, like literally an adult version of Jude Barrymore in the baby Jude Barrymore. It's like, it's amazing. I was like, oh my gosh, straight away. I can't believe how quickly I yeah. clocked on. Like, you, she just still had Drew Barrymore's face. I know that sounds daft, but like, normally when you grow up, your face does adapt a bit yeah, and it does look a bit different. Yeah, it's normally the case with them having to point out, do you know who that is? And you're like, no. And then mm. say, it's like, oh yeah, I can see it now. But you glanced clocked almost straight away with that. Yeah, it's literally <laughs> like she hasn't changed. It was yeah. so weird. Like, the way she acted didn't change much. It's, like, complete opposite to the Halloween thing we watched the other weeks where Mm -hmm. I was like, she actually looks as old as she does in (laughs) Christmas and the Cranks here. She she (laughs) looks really old, whereas Drew Barrymore's got very youthful, or she did have last time I've watched something, you know, quite Mm -hmm. youthful face. Mm -hmm. She was my favourite character. (laughs) Not going to lie. I don't really think the boys, I don't know, they were okay. But even the main... Elliot. Elliot. Yeah. Compared to baby Drew Barrymore. I'm so yeah. sorry. No. no competition. But like him, when his reactions on screen are almost like what I would have felt when mm. I was about his age probably when I saw this. You know, like when he throws the ball into the shed or whatever it is and then the ball comes back and he's like, oh my God. And then runs off the egg. That's how I felt. The show <laughs> I felt when I saw this first time all those years ago i think i would have probably been petrified if i was little watching this i think i would have been scared but 
I think because obviously I've got my adult head on, some somewhat adult head on, I think I coped okay. It took it for what it was. I don't really understand why everyone's so appalled at the fact that I haven't seen it. I don't really know. Is it like just so iconic or is Yes, it... as you'll now have known from seeing the, the shot where they're riding the bike across the moon. But do you know that? I knew that already. I don't know. I'd... Oh, again, um, it's just pop culture, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Even though I hadn't seen it, I was yeah. aware of this that scene. Yeah. yeah. And I was, I knew of it, and I knew the bike and him being yeah. in it. Mm-hmm. Any other information, uh, yeah, I wouldn't have known. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But obviously, his mum and dad have split up. Yeah, that's one of the main themes, really, that I've said circles around this. Really, is sort of like the whole divorce aspect of it, and you know, the family sort of like broke home and. Now they've got this new entity, I guess, that comes into their lives and sort of like, sort of makes them feel whole again in a sense because it's got like mm. a sense of like they want to look and take, look after and take care of him and just like don't want anything to happen to him. They feel like very strongly attached to this new creature that's coming to their lives. I think they build that relationship back up that they've kind of all kind of been a bit disconnected and I think that kind of brings them all back together. Yeah, exactly. It all brings it into one yeah. <laughs> I have wrote down here which kind of made myself chuckle with so I've noticed with E.T. he makes these weird and wonderful noises but he also sounds like a cat as well don't know if you like, yeah like purring sounds almost sometimes yeah like when he's happy or content he seems to purr yeah. or and I guess he's somewhat you can kind of get to like him but I just I felt for him but he was just a bit ugly wasn't he like the concept of him is not yeah I get that he you can't be a fluffy alien, I get that. Yeah. For some reason, people in the head think aliens are... You normally think little green men, don't you, with big black eyes and all grey eyes. But for some yeah. reason, no, like, no fur on them, no skin. It's like just like slimy skin, kind of. Well, not skin, but I don't really know how to call it. What, on an ET? Yeah. It... It's like wrinkly brown. Yeah. It's like... There's nothing ever kind of cute or fluffy about them, is it really? But to be honest, I think we're way off with the whole alien thing anyways, of what we think an alien looks like. I think it's all kind of made up. Mm-hmm. Don't don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that there's nothing out there, but our concept of how they look, I think, probably is way off. But, you know, it's a simple, recognisable, I'd say child-friendly to a degree, characterization of a, what an alien will look like and something that can be loved by everybody in a sense maybe not everybody i'm certainly i'm certainly on the fence about them as well to be honest i'm not oh really I, oh, that makes me feel a bit better yeah because cause I, I mean obviously there's the what i didn't really like of him back then for what he initially was a bit scary to me mm. not gonna lie but if now it's kind of just a bit like uh, you're just yeah it's a bit of a little Brown blob of poo, almost. <laughs> I bet some of the viewers will love that. Yeah. And some will be, like, really, really upset with that comment. But apparently this is quite, like, a popular thing for people to watch around the festive season. I don't know Christmas. Why. Yeah, obviously it's not, I know it's not a Christmas film or anything, but it's, I don't know, it's, like, one of those family favourites, like Wizard of Oz or something, where it's kind of just, like, something that's on there over the holidays. Kind of I wonder if it's just because it is kind of showing about family being connected mm-hmm. and it's the same with the Wizard of Oz, even though it's not her family, it's kind of she creates a family yeah. throughout and so maybe that is the connection It's those side. themes, yeah. 
But to be fair, I don't think I'd be wanting to make this a tradition. Oh, no, no. I, I can't think that you would. But in for the like, oh, let's put this on the Christmas thing. No, that it wouldn't be a Christmas all for me, no. it, to be honest. No. But it's not that it's not great in its own right. And obviously, I have to really bear in mind the age of the film. You know, what they were trying to do with the lack of technology. I can imagine if they did this now, not recreate, because I always think when they recreate something, it's rubbish, but if they had the concept and the idea now, mm-hmm. it probably would be a hell of a lot better and more enjoyable, I'd say. Yeah, well, funny you should sort of say that, because with the version we'd be watching anyway was the original of when it was in 1982. Now, s- several years later, they actually did a like, touch-up. Oh, okay, so not it. a recreate. No, no, no. It's the same Steven Spielberg went back to it and just, for whatever reason, decided, uh, because of sort of limitations mm. with the animatronics and all that kind of stuff, sort of like digitally, I'd say, mess around, really, to make his E.T. Uh, maybe essentially a, a bit more personality with his eye movements yes. and stuff. And also they did this, uh, the whole thing regarding guns, you know, like near the end with all the cops are like, waiting for him, you know, mm. the boys and everything on the bikes and stuff. He didn't like the idea of, you know, like, them holding, like, the guns, like, big sh- rifles and stuff. So he had digitally removed them out and put walkie-talkies in the hands of the cops instead. Not, like, as if, like, <laughs> shooting it. Just, like, in the hands, like, waiting, poised. Yeah. That's, like... It's, I don't know. It's a, that sort of takes away from that. Mm. And I'm kind of glad we saw the normal one that I'd seen so long ago and it was how it, I feel it should have been. So we had seen it as pure as it was. I think, time. to be fair, I think maybe life in E.T. could be a bit more. And I think he is a bit lacklustre. You kind of don't feel it from him. I think I didn't... I know right. it sounds... But I get it. I get the fact that it is de- tricky to do. And I think it's me coming from the fact that I can see technology has moved on. Yeah. And me referring to Wally and he, like the eyes. I didn't feel any emotion in the, in the eyes. Okay. So you think you would have actually preferred... It's a little bit more if there was the one where his eyes may be a bit wider and more expressive. and Yeah, I think more. that your eyes lead to your soul, I think, yeah. and that's definitely okay. something. So for him to be motionless, and I think he was a little bit, and the way he moved was a little bit weird. Um, it just seemed a bit weird. It was just like a weird thing. Like, And everybody seemed to love him, and it was like, pretty sure if I just shuffled myself on the floor and moved my arms a little bit weird nobody, mm-hmm. nobody would be like oh yeah we'll take her in if anything they'd be looking at me like mm, we'll avoid her like the plague but it's long to say the least what do you feel like would be cut out because I, I did think there was sort of a nice enough length for it really to tell i think it told the story, story. i think it was the end bit and i know that sounds daft i feel like that kind of with the whole boy and you got kind of the understanding of when the government came in. Yeah. It's that side of it. It's not actually the beginning part. The beginning part was lovely. Get, getting to know him. And, getting to know him, yeah. getting all the family involved and then looking after him yeah. and going trick-or-treating was fine. Yeah. And trying to get him to go home. Mm-hmm. It was the bit where the government and all the scientists and everything came in. That That's where it was like... Where it gets more heavy. Heavy, but it's quite long and there's like... You can see they're overtaking their home and their house and it's like... That part where it's both, like, you don't know if they're going to live. And I know it's meant to be traumatic. And the mm. boys obviously can feel E.T.'s emotions, emotions through him. Yeah. 
so you kind of feel for the boy in a sense because obviously he's in pain and so E.T.'s obviously both look like they're about to die really yeah, yeah. I know it sounds horrible and it's like well two people are meant near enough on the deathbed mm-hmm. I didn't feel anything like, no. I didn't feel sad I didn't feel upset I, I kind of in my head feeling thinking that you you might have done I don't know why because normally, normally things like that would maybe like to be over but I guess in this case there was no I didn't have a connection like if it were baby Drew Barrymore on the on the like if she had I think I feel like actually if it was me and I was the director and I know she was only young mm-hmm. I'd have wanted her to be the boy right she blew it out of the part for me she was like the best part of the film Okay. Like, not even E.T., but mm-hmm. her. And it's like, if she'd have been maybe on her little deathbed, might have felt a little bit more. I don't really feel like I got... Even though you got the character building mm-hmm. at the beginning, I wasn't connected to them still, and I don't know what it was. I feel like the main boy wasn't that much of a strong no. actor. I think it was a little bit weak, and I know this is going to hurt everybody's... Because, obviously, if you've grown up with something, it doesn't matter how rubbish it is. Or yeah. what anybody else says, it it's kind of nostalgia. Yeah, and sometimes you overlook things for parts of that. Yeah, and I get that, but I think for me going into this, thinking everybody's hyping it up, thinking it's amazing, like oh my god, you haven't seen ET, and thinking mm. oh well, this is going to be like a really really good cracking film, and to some people it will be, but for me, I just don't think it's got that specialness, okay. and I don't really know if you can convince me. Well, I'm trying to look at it more of a. With a critical view this time, rather than just for taking it at face value, the way that yes, we said about touched on before about the, the theme of divorce. Mm-hmm. I think that's in reflection on actual Steven Spielberg's childhood life when you know his parents were going through a divorce. So kind of bringing that to the screen through the screenplay, yeah, all, all that kind of stuff. I get that. I think it is something that is hard to go through. I know I've gone through that with my parents. Yeah. So, if anything, I should be able to relate to how the children feel. And touching on regards to like the emotion of the characters again, when like in that particular scene when Elliot's been taken in by the government as well and doing all the tests and stuff, and all the other like the kids are they're very expressive in terms of like it's going on the basis of almost like a day to day thing, like we live our lives. So they, in in a sense, they are feeling emotions of oh, is he actually going to die? because they felt so strongly towards E.T. as a character, even though he's just, like say, a puppet, essentially. Yeah. They're actually like, when Drew Barrymore's crying, she's actually crying and thinking, oh, he's going to die. And... Oh, bless her. She is a knockout. Like, literally, if I would give this a 10 just for Drew Barrymore. And there's no brainer. Everyone else is, like, literally, I don't know if this is, like, her first Yeah, role. um... I think it's certainly one of her first roles because didn't say like on the open credits didn't say introducing Drew Barrymore so she, she might have done so I know she's maybe like six years old I think when she's doing this so so you straight yeah. away like if you were a film critique or like actor kind of looking for new actors and actresses and you saw that on stage for the first time as baby Drew Barrymore in mm-hmm. it it's like you straight away know that you're reeling in the cash there with her because yeah. like, well, she's only six years old. She's a performing actor compared to anyone, even the mum. The Drew Barrymore acted better than the mum character. Do you think? Yeah, 100%. Like, I felt it from her. Like, when she was on the screen, mm-hmm. that was the most enjoyable part for me. Okay. When she wasn't there, it was just a bit like, 
boring, I guess. You just saw the acting skills go down. It's like, I think my relationship with this is I love Dirty Dancing. And basically, you said the acting was really poor. And I could, I could, because it's nostalgia for me and I knew it when I was younger, I can see past that. Okay. However, I think... Because you didn't grow up with this one, it's somehow more obvious of yes. something that you're not attached to. Yeah. And I think as well, my thing with Dirty Dancing is Patrick Swayze is a brilliant actor and then you've got Baby and she's so weak as an actress mm-hmm. and I think that's the issue where you get somebody who's really good and up there yeah. and somebody that's just mediocre and because you've got that really good she looks absolutely crap doesn't she she looks shockingly crap you can't say she doesn't and it was only when we went to the drive through that you pointed that through to me like and I'm like, oh, Paul's going to hate this. Like, I didn't even realise how bad her acting was because I've grown up with it and I mm-hmm. love it so much. Yeah. That, to me, I think that's literally what it will be with E.T. It will be a case of, because so many people love it and it's nostalgia and they've mm-hmm. grown up with it, yeah. they'll oversee it. But because it's my first time seeing it, I'm like, I want to know why people love it so much because I, I'm quite disappointed that I didn't because I wanted to, mm. but it's not like... I don't. I think I've just got no attachment to it, apart from Baby Drew Barrymore, which was the best, best thing ever. Bringing it back to the one you were saying about the more the back end being a bit of a drag mm-hmm. when the adults, well, the more serious stuff with the you know the government government coming in and everything. I noticed that there was a, like a lot of low angles and you know shrouding darkness silhouettes of like all the adults. Of the way you actually see the adults' faces, the only person you see is the mother, who mm. is almost childlike in herself because you know she's having to be that sort of way around the kids and everything. Yeah. You know, with the you know you don't see the father anyway, even though he's obviously long gone. But... Yeah, he's in Mexico, isn't he? As he keeps saying. Yeah. And the only other time you really see another adult face is when it gets more serious and thing with the hazmat suits. And you see yeah. that, and then it's kind of showing like, like this is more the adults play times over almost. Yeah. With everything and it's getting down to the nitty gritty of it. Which... There was one guy I did think that was quite nice and he had like a spacesuit thing on. Uh-huh. Um but he was holding Elliot's hand and he was saying he didn't want E. T. to die either and that was kind of you could see yeah, that he was a... he was the one with the keys. Mm-hmm. You know, it was obviously the main effort of showing every time that character was on thing he had the jingling keys around his waist yeah. and it was the same one who was you know that's the first full shot of someone you see at the first and he said that he almost like this has happened before he said when he was 10 years old he met one of his species yeah before so it's kind of like oh this is it's a common occurrence that these aliens decide to leave one behind or something like that yeah but <laughs> guessing with the fact that the aliens coming down to earth harvesting crops and plant life to take on ship. I guess there's a theme of life in the first That's another thing that comes up with the flowers that grow and wilt as he himself deteriorates because he's, yeah. as, you know, he's not thriving on the planet as well as he should be. That's not his normal habitat, is it? Yeah. I think that's so the that's... thing. As also the fact of him trying to, I think, maybe exhausted himself a little bit trying to get back home. Yeah. 
obviously in a dam or a river or something where he'd be finding where he's like going a bit of a grey colour. Yeah, like almost like got chalk on him. Yeah. <laughs> Whitened. I do think they are clever with the cam- camera angles. Another one that I thought was quite clever mm-hmm. was going back to that Halloween scene mm-hmm. where they do obviously put like a sheet over yeah. and cut two circles. Yeah. The perspective of the camera kind of what you could visualise through the sheet yeah. was really clever and I thought that was a really nice added touch of how to kind of get into it somewhat perspective. E.T.'s perspective, yeah. It, yes, E.T., not it. No. Well, it is an it, I guess, but not that one, not the clown. Um, <laughs> I really just wish I loved it as much as other people do. I think, if anything... I think I got a little bit disappointed in the end because mm. it's like, well, yeah, okay, he does end eventually, obviously. No spoilers because I'm guessing everybody else in the world has seen this film. Um, <laughs> go back home because that's what he, he needs to do. Yeah. So he doesn't die, which I'm grateful. And I think if he did die, I would have been a bit upset with the ending. Yeah. But I think it was kind of predictable that that's what was going to happen. happen. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't really it wasn't. away from yeah, it didn't keep you on your toes. It wasn't really that gripping. And I think what you've done without you realising is you've made me watch all these gripping, intriguing films that this just seemed a little bit lacklustre. But this is why this would have been... Well, this was classed as like a blockbuster. It's kind of like one of those things that just, you know, get people in over the summer and just like just just there for the pure entertainment value, really, mm. of not really like going delving too deep into it no it's you know like the broken home yeah. scenario going on in there and i still don't think it needs to be two hours for the mm. amount of context that it has like you can have a bit like a longer film that we've watched and it have more impact and more drama and more mm-hmm. action i feel like it was easy breezy mm-hmm. and light-hearted until the end where it got a little bit darker yeah, and I I kind of recall when I saw younger as well that that bit you know obviously when he's got him all wired up and everything with all the trying to bring him back to life or whatever, he's going a bit down the hill, mm. and I felt that felt like a bit like distressing as well, mm. even though it was I guess it maybe sort of warm to him by that point anyway. <laughs> as and much as you can warm yeah, to him. Yeah, but it's just yeah, I just found that a bit upsetting, like like the situation where it was for with the kids I think as well when there was so, um, Elliot was taking yeah. those bits off and, yeah. and yeah, kind of like you're killing him stop it yeah stop and... it it's just not yeah feel, feel for him so there's there's not so much seeing now I don't feel that way because obviously I know what happens and everything and it's, mm. it's and I think I knew it, it's yeah. one of those kind of inevitable Place. endings yes yeah. like a rom-com so to speak oh yeah boy meets girl boy gets married with the girl and blah 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 they live happily ever after Mm-hmm. And I think that's what happens. There's not much really that I've put really apart mm. from the film what's happened, but obviously there's no point in telling you all of that because you all you all know it. <laughs> Sorry if you don't, but <laughs> I'm pretty sure you will because yeah, I don't think there's anybody else in the world. Apparently, this is what's happened to me recently when we've been saying, "Oh, we're going to be reviewing ET." You haven't seen ET, and that's all I've been getting. And it's like even like with Beetlejuice, people were shocked. I hadn't seen Beetlejuice, like, mm. but actually, to be fair, I, I think to be honest, I think that's a bit more obscure 
that one is than slightly more obscure than E.T. is. It's just one of those things that everybody's just the early Spielberg things that so you know like the Jurassic Park and Jaws. Can I ask you things. a question? Go. On. So you did actually point this out to me. That obviously, it was an early Spielberg film. However, then you said like obviously you said Jaws, Jurassic Park, which obviously we know where Paul's going to lean to towards the favourite mm-hmm. film. Did you think, when you were looking at it, you could see similarities in some places, so like the music scores? Well, it's John Williams again, so, you know, he's done Jurassic Park, he's done Jaws, he's also done Harry Potter. Ah, well, there we go then, you know that he's brilliant. I did think that, because it did sound a little bit like the... It's just... Like... Yeah, and, and yeah, it's the same. Yeah, 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 it's the same kind of principle. But I know you you favour Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. However, when you're looking at these films, is Jurassic Park a knockout to you still? Of there's nostalgia, or do you think that there's a lot more growth within the film and the character concepts? That's definitely the case with some like Jurassic Park. Obviously, when you're younger. I'm just going, ooh, dinosaurs, kind of thing. <laughs> and not really paying too much attention to all the people talking and not really grasping what they're talking about. Mm. But then as I've grown older and paying more attention to those things, there's a lot more depth and intrigue with how they are acting, how they develop over time, and you're kind of picking up certain things as you go along with each repeated viewing and everything. Mm. I agree with you. I think there is more, even with Jurassic Park and Jaws, mm. I feel like there is more development in characters, there's more growth. Also, the so-called monsters, if you want to say it, or creatures within it mm. look more realistic, and I'm wondering if that's just a timing of age thing. Well, Jaws was made before E.T. was. Oh, okay, so that doesn't make... Explained, yeah, but then I guess they had with Jaws. That was a lot trickier bringing that creature to life. That the shark kept breaking and everything when production. It wasn't an easy task to make that look realistic. And but they did. They did make it look realistic. Is that? Do you feel like that was more the case because it it's based on a real animal that you know exists and it comes across more because that's more of a terrifying threat as a, a real animal that's coming to get you rather than little possibly. I brown. think. Yeah, and thing that's you know don't know what to expect from you. I think as well it was more realistic. I don't know if that's my connection to what I had experienced when I was younger as well. Yeah, like um, you said, yeah. So By the don't way, go check that. Yeah, episode out if you want to know more about that. <laughs> Definitely do. You'll make you laugh. Um, so I don't know if it's that connection or if it's just actually the fact of maybe it is more realistic knowing that this thing will come out and get you. Also. The movement, I think they got that quite well, whereas this just looked like E.T. was drunk all the time. Like, well, he, he wasn't. He was drunk on Coca-Cola <laughs> or Diet Coke, whatever he was drinking. <laughs> he it's just fine. You know, like, you can't really... I guess you couldn't really do with the alcohol because that wouldn't be a good message to... No. Having also Elliot acting like he was drunk as well at school and everything. But I do think the Coca-Cola definitely was like, I'm wondering if they sponsored them or something, because literally they dropped Coca-Cola. And, um, those little sweets were like Reese's Pieces. That's, yeah. You know, obviously more an American candy type of thing. Because I wouldn't know, I thought, 
don't think I would ever really know what I they thought are. they were Skittles or Skittles, something. Yeah, I probably did. That's Skittles M&M's or something like, yeah. for us people in the UK. But <laughs> yeah. So before we end and score, so when he obviously does go to the ship and he's saying goodbyes to everybody, do you feel anything there, like any sadness or like, oh no, please don't go or anything like that, any sort of emotion towards him leaving like they did or? Not as not as much as I thought I would. If anything, I was happy for E.T. to go home. I know it sounds piss off, back home. <laughs> no, I'm sick of you. Not in a bad way, but I think that's where I was kind of with my raw, realistic head on of that's where he needs to be. Bit, that's where yeah, yeah, he, he's going to survive, and yeah. like that's what he he needs to live. Be back with his own kind, yeah. Yeah. So I think I was more in that mind when I was seeing it. Which was strange for me because normally I do. Oh, that would be a crying moment for me, but I think because I didn't really. Yeah, I, I did look over to you, glance over, thinking, you know, might be she might be choking up here, but I'm like, no, no, no nothing, no, <laughs> nothing going on there. If anything, I felt more for the family because I think they needed ET more than ET needed them. Yeah, I think that's what it was. So ET going home was the best choice for ET. However. I think the family needed him there yeah. for that connection. Do you think Spielberg even said that we wouldn't do like a sequel because you feel like the ending was how it needed to be? There's no need for a sequel. So you feel like there's no like a what happened after that? Or no, no, I think that's of, complete. Yeah. Like that's how it should have ended. I don't think E.T. should have been staying on planet yeah. Earth. It's yeah. not for him. And I think, yeah, okay, he could come back and visit, I guess, because, you know, mm-hmm. he needs to get his grass and... Mm-hmm plants and stuff yeah. so it could take a trip and visit them mm. but it doesn't need to be kind of an extra one or anything extended you kind of mm-hmm. it is what it is in a nutshell really okay. i'd say which i'm really i am i am disappointed i don't know if i need to rewatch it or if it was mm. just maybe, yeah. maybe some point down the line maybe just to have on see if you feel anything more towards it the only bit i did like was the music like that was like the main yeah Music brings it together, definitely. Yeah. Like, if you didn't have that, I think it would be a pretty poor film, really. I'm so yeah. sorry. I'm really sorry. I wish I had. Like, you looked over to me, and I was just like, mm-hmm. I'm really feel. I don't know if it's because I got into it with such high yeah. expectations that I ended up coming out mm-hmm. feeling a bit deflated, a little bit like everybody's hyped this up. Like, oh my god, you haven't seen it. You should watch it. It's brilliant and. I've gone in with such high expectations for it mm-hmm. that it, I don't think it's met it. It's like, I think it's one of those films where you get, you know, like if it gets a knockout and it says, oh, this is a five-star rating film. It never is, is it? Because in your head you're thinking it's going to be amazing and then you've got it in your head that everyone else has thought is amazing that actually it never Sometimes is. Sometimes that's the case. But like, say something like Parasite, where people mm. you know, believe the hype there, but I know what you mean. Some films sometimes are picked up a bit too much and then you go with these high expectations like you say and then you go mm, well it wasn't really for me but yeah you know you, you gotta you like what you like and it's like i thought la la land when they were hyping it up i didn't i was thinking they, they they're going ott on this now it's not going to be as cracking mm-hmm. as it was but to be fair it was really really good so mm-hmm. there is ones where i think it's just a it's age of the film and knowing that as well you told me it's the same as like Jurassic Park director and Jaws. Mm-hmm. So it's got high expectations on that front as well. And mm-hmm. I think 
it was just a really, really rubbish puppet that didn't have any emotion okay. and walked funny. Okay. <laughs> so you might as well just tell us your final score then. <laughs> You don't need to explain yourself anymore. So I'm so sorry for this. I really am. Before you actually give your score, don't think I'm going to be rating it super high. I'm not going to myself, really. So don't be thinking it's going to be a 10 or something for me. It's not going to be like that. So Okay. I think it's going to be a 6. The only reason why it's not a 5 is I have to give an extra point for Baby Drew Barrymore. And the music. And the music. And I think that's the reason why it's becoming a six. Yeah. Sorry. I'm only going one higher than that anyway. So oh, okay. Yeah. Phew, God. That's what that's what I meant by that. It's not it's my reasoning of really is because it it did I was a bit dubious like when I come back to this after being so long thinking mm-hmm. like, is it gonna still be like that kind of flashbacks of of weirding me out, which is kind of that, that stigma is still there a little you bit. You didn't sleep last night, did you? <laughs> Where the little brown thing is going to come. Don't worry, I'd have taken it on, it's fine. It. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so there was that, there's still that attachment to it, not in a, a good way. <laughs> um, I did enjoy it though, watching for like the main story aspect of how it all played out and again seeing it in a sort of like a fresh through adult eyes rather than just taking it as childlike wonderment of this little thing coming into you know suburb suburbia and mm. and shaping the family into a more unified clique and sort of make them more whole again mm. was a nice aspect and doing a bit more research into it as well helped that along as to making it more wholesome in that sense as well for me yeah and obviously the music is quite a strong thing it's john williams again so it's, it's always you know you're always on the winner with him on the, in the music department well i say it's it's just one of those things that's it's kind of like not super attached to it like most people are more for how it made me feel when i was younger and it's not particularly Groundbreaking. I think I'd, I don't think I may have liked it less if I had seen this 2002 version that was like the special effects department mm. messing with it. I think seeing it as, as I would have seen it back in the day, kind of just like, well, that's, that's pretty much or mostly how I remember things anyway, for the most part. So I'd give it a solid seven. I don't think that's an unfair score. I do think there is room for improvement with this film. I think this is one where people might go in uproar if there was a remake. Maybe actually a little bit of just E.T. being a little bit more realistic, I think, for me, would be go a long way. But Which if, it was done to, if it was done today, it would be completely CGI and then that wouldn't look mm. realistic. That's That's the thing. Because no, no, I'm more thinking of um, like the Dark Crystal kind puppetry. of puppetry. Yeah. That's how where I would have wanted it to go, like more that realism and the eyes and uh-huh. like that for me. Like okay. if that's how I should really think it should be done. Mm-hmm. And that would add a lot, I think, for E.T. to be, I'd feel more okay. remorse and 
yeah. connection towards him, whereas yeah. he just looks really, really rubbish. <laughs> especially when he does the stretching his neck mm. and he's like, especially when Drew Bamma's screaming at him. And yeah. It's like, eh, and it's like, oh gosh, no. And that. the fingers, everything's just, just really mm, weird. It's like long but short. And... Yeah. It's, yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, sorry, folks. So sorry for disappointing you all. I, I will try harder next time. But soon we'll be coming up to Christmas, so I will be all over that. So don't worry. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll we'll get back on to... Yeah, we've got, already got our things planned as to what we're going to be doing for those episodes. So it should be fun anyway. Some very much loved. <laughs> yeah. Um, and some where we neither of us have seen. Yeah, exactly. So brand, brand new to both of us, not just not just me but i think it'll be good so i hope you've enjoyed what we've had to say yes thank you very much for listening as always you can find our episodes on wherever you get your podcasts from by searching sp film viewers and that's the same with our social media platforms of instagram twitter and facebook just search for sp film viewers on there and you'll find us i'm so sorry if i have disappointed you but please Still continue to listen to us. Please don't decide to just not be our friends anymore. Yeah, because <laughs> I will I will improve and I'll get better with this film knowledge. I I am trying my utmost hardest here. And basically you won't want me to lie to you if No, you're only being honest about what you feel. Yeah. So please don't be too harsh towards us. <laughs> but thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed it. And if you do like ET, don't worry, I'm not saying it's completely rubbish. I just, I think it's just not a cup of tea, really. I don't think I've grown up with it. That's what it is. I think yeah. it's one of those things you need to grow up with and then you'll yeah. love it. Yeah. So thank you very much, everyone. And we'll speak to you next time. Speak to you next time. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Bye.